The Rant. Meet Christina and Eric. What grinds their gears? The experts in the fields of architectural design, pre-construction, construction management, fine cabinetry. The Rant, a podcast by One York Company. Yes, you need to get to the stage in life where everybody tells you you can just give up on things. Yeah, hey, I'm there, man. <laughs> Contour under your clothes. That's right. Remember, this is a construction uh, and design uh, podcast, so I guess no more underwear conversation. It is the construction of what you see. The, the under construction. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today? Episode six. We are talking about... Let's talk about the difference between design approaches for your personal space and for a business space. And let's define a personal space, like your, you know, your family home, right? Which could be a duplex, you know, or a triplex for that matter. But if you're using it for your personal space, there's one design approach for that. Then you're catering to essentially the people within that house that's being considered, their lifestyles, their routines, like what they do every day and how to support them by the physical space around them. Then there's a space that is purchased for the purpose of an investment, or it is a professional space, I would argue, um, in which case it's not for any one particular person, it's for people in general. I yes? I love how you're dancing around this. Yes, it's for people in general. Right. That doesn't mean that they are It doesn't mean human. that those people have don't, don't have any needs. It's like, yes. I, the one thing I would say is that I often the decisions that circulate around solely an investment piece if you don't do you can't, not if you take, can't tell yet we're, what we're trying not to say is investment properties by made by investors downplay the needs of those people renting the space but it does it does it does it's yes. like all of a sudden you forgot how you would use the space if right. you're in it and not that it needs to have the emotional involvement it's not like we're not taking into consideration all of the micro facets of your day to day mm. and how you would use the space based on your particular routines in XYZ. But you shouldn't ignore how people would use the space and the fact that like they still have shit they have to put away. Yes, they are human as well. Yeah, they, they cook, yes. they clean. Yes. There's all the things that are pain in your ass in your life are gonna be a pain in their ass in their life because they probably are more transitional and le less, I think, set in what it is. That their, their routines are and things like that. So you, you tend to, I think, in that respect, collect more random shit that you then have to have a place and a spot for. Let's let's not type, talk hyperbolically about this. Let's, let's get like <laughs> nitty gritty. Okay. Your personal space, you're going to live in for a long time. Like when you undertake the renovation of your home and you're going to live there usually for a longer period of time. Like like when you buy a house and live there, you want to live there like five to ten years minimum this kind of thing. This is my forever home. Or your casket house, as I like to say, is that you're getting buried in this fucking thing. But, okay, <laughs> or if you're a renter, it's generally shorter term. So the difference being that like you have to design one space that is specific for your needs, like you, the person, that house, you know, making your life better, performance enhancing, what have you, and then the other space for a renter. But don't you fucking dare. <sighs> Just ignore it. Someone it? else will get it. It's the, it's your, your roofing friend. It's my roofing friend? Yeah. Rob? Yes. Rob. Yes. <laughs> I talked to you about being on the show. <laughs> Another day. Another day. Well, not today. Carry on. Carry on. What were you saying? Renters. Not about oh, your space. Yes, but. but renters being discounted, like in their needs being discounted. And, and I actually do not remember where I was. I'm sorry. You Remind were saying me. that they were, you were not doing it with an emotional space, like how you use your, your performance enhancing space of your own 
Yeah, I mean, the point, my what I was trying to get at here is that the, when you're designing a space for renters, it's oftentimes that their needs are overlooked insofar as that because you're not thinking of one particular person living in that space. And there's always that variability. Is it one people, one person, is it two? Is it like, you know, like a young family or is it just like a solo person like in school or, or a young professional? That like because no particular person is considered specifically, then essentially then it's like amorphic like it could be anybody and therefore we don't you don't put anybody's true needs first yeah and then it becomes a poor design like the thing is is that i think if you're investing and if it were me if i were investing in you know a fourplex or or more or an investment property where it's going to be multi multi-family in terms of the residential units that are in it you should dive into the demographic around you. Like, Absolutely. who is it that's going to rent your space? What, like, somebody here that's going to rent in in East York potentially is maybe more family oriented, maybe a young family or people, a couple who've just moved here, or like X Y Z, because the demographic here is different. It's not like Liberty Village where it's like yes, you different. know single dudes trolling around. Like, there's know your demographic and know your market so that you can design <laughs> a space so that you can actually tailor it to them. Like, if I was building something in Liberty Village, those fucking Dog pot would, filler um, oh, dishes yeah. all day long. You all fucking day long. stole it. I was like, I'm gonna have a French bulldog sized oh, doggy yes, door. Yeah. Well, I looked in Liberty <laughs> Village when we first moved to Toronto, and I literally said to my daughter, like, "B, if we move here, I was like, we're gonna have to get a dog, and I feel like that's a hard stop for me." So. <laughs> We're not moving next here. next neighborhood. <laughs> like, thank you, but no. Yeah, but it's true uh, though. You yeah. you need to know your demographic well enough because you yeah. While you are trying to make it applicable to the masses, mm-hmm. you still have a subset of the masses. And it, you're not like this doesn't apply to the whole fucking world. And it's, it's not like, like it's rocket science either. Like I'll give you some really easy ones. Like if you're near a hospital, you're probably going to get some nurses. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to say that, right? Like right. if you're near a school, what you going to get? Right. Students, right? Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like, like, let's like let's figure that one out, right? But like, I can tell you this: if you want to have a kitchen, right? Everybody's got the same amount of stuff in the kitchen. Like, you have Colin. This is I used to be a I chef. Give a I'm fuck gonna, if you cook or not, you still own pots and pans. Still, own, you, have <laughs> you to might have, not use you them. You have to have a place to put them. And guarantee, yeah. exactly, you may not even use the goddamn things, but you certainly fucking have them. Yeah. Because your mother dropped them off for sure, and they're like busted <laughs> and they are burnt <laughs> that out. That was part of your parting package from home. <laughs> yeah. Because thank you, you will no longer be in my house. I've set you up so you never have to yeah, come your, back. Your dad was like not willing to throw those out. They were sitting in the garage, nicely stacked like. <laughs> to a hose and an old baseball bat forever and he dug those fuckers out yeah. put him in his you know old u-haul box and dropped them off at your house yeah 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 100 but, but yeah it's like you can't you can't design too universally because then you do stupid things yes and uh, you do things that would in in the effort to save money or to be um universally applicable mm-hmm. you make decisions that may negatively impact your ability to actually rent the space to the demographic that's in it. Right. Let's talk on that. Does the design of a rental space truly affect the value you can rent rent it for? Or is the market so tight for rental that it could be like a hole in a fucking wall? The market is not tight for rental. That's the thing. There are so many fucking places to rent now because it's When you say rent now, do you think that like, this is coming from a person who's like, I, I don't move often. Like I've moved like grand, grand total twice my whole life and it's been like from one house to another. So like, yeah, okay. Judge me if you will on that one. But like, I don't understand. Is it? Like, you only it, had to move the pots and pans once. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's I it. moved from my mom to my wife. <laughs> basically it. But thank you for making that public. <laughs> that's that's basically, it's that face for man. Yeah. Listen, I'm, like, it's, I'm not the only man that's like that. All right. I'm a good person. You're you not alone. All no. right. 
No, there's a there's a category of you. Don't, don't folks. finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. What am I, a fucking hobbit? <laughs> You're a dying breed, I Listen, will tell you, you that. You <laughs> I read the other day, I saw a post about how on dating apps now most of the people on dating apps are actually in relationships already <laughs> and I was like, well, that really fucks the rest of us over doesn't it <laughs> that's not fair <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> you came to an all women's league dressed as like a boy dressed as a girl you yeah. know what i mean like yeah where the yeah. fuck were we again uh pots and pans moving and pans from house, house, to house to house yeah there it is if if does the design actually affect like like say if you have a really awesomely designed rental unit you know that's kind of like purpose built for the general demographic of the people that may live there or it's like some kind of rundown place do you think that the renters can discern the difference there i 100 percent think that or i can tell you for like just outright i would pay more for a unit that was better suited to accommodate all of my day-to-day needs like if there were five options and they were all the same price point and then there was a sixth option that was more money but it solved for the things that were missing in the other pieces i would pay more for that Mm -hmm. like it absolutely affects the decision to rent it because where are you going to put your stuff so it's one of those things okay the market's here and i'm gonna take all these units for the same price but none of them have storage Mm. so it doesn't matter like i might as well look at a unit that's you know three hundred dollars more or four hundred dollars more if i have to pay to store the shit that i can't fit Mm -hmm. in my unit so i'm net net so i might as well leave it in a place with you know that's designed with me in mind so that every day of my life is more simple when i come home and I'm then alleviating all of the data things. Even though I'm a renter, even though, you know, it's not my permanent space, you still look for efficiencies in your time. Like everybody's the same amount of time in a day. You know what's funny? As you were saying that, what just dawned on me, and this is unfortunate, and I may regret saying this, I feel like <laughs> I feel like what happens is is that investors or the people that have the equity to make these kinds of investments into creating these properties have some kind of complex where they think renters are stupid. And then they can't discern the value. That's the thing. You seem to be it, so am I, far. Am I, am I close or, or is it like so disconnected that it's like, you know, rose to whip to cater on the fucking Titanic? I feel like by the time that most people are in a position <laughs> to do something like that where they are able to just, they have the equity to put aside and to buy a separate property that's completely removed from their life, that's right. whatever, they've, they're so far disconnected from other parts of things and so just used to the way that they live that they don't have the ability to look at it through the lens of the people that are actually going to be the end user of the space what's it's that like, called empathy or empathetic empathetic perspective i don't fucking something know. like that stupidity but like, not we can go again yeah, sure okay <laughs> we'll um, go <laughs> a little bit hard empathy? right yeah, okay all right so but i think that it's an interesting point to make because i mean yes like Let's go one layer deeper there. If I think that, let's, I'm going to say this. People who are older have usually the equity to do that. Correct. Okay. So those older people, and I'm going to say older, I'm going to say 50-ish. Okay. Like that's, that's, that's probably where you're at when you're the most people where you can like buy another house to yeah, fucking the, do the it. The average person who's yeah. got the ability. Yeah. And you're, okay. you're, you're making rental units. Like, and that's what your job you're is. Building kind of a thing. portfolio. Like, yeah. And, you're probably yeah. not fucking 28. No. Right? Unless you crypto something and fucking AI that other thing and whatever. Yeah. If you're 28, you're the exception. To the, the rule. rule. Right. Okay. So 
they may come from a generation where they view renters as people who may not have a good income. But it's in Toronto now where it's like, hey, you want to own a house? Well, get ready and buckle up for your $9,000 a month that, mortgage. Maybe I don't want to own a house because I don't want the fucking responsibility. I don't want the maintenance. So then the argument is, is that the the renter demographic is changing and the average renter is becoming more sophisticated. Can you argue that point? A hundred percent, I would. It's like there's no there's people who deliberately don't purchase a home because they want to use their money to put into other investments to build a portfolio in, yeah. in things that are not real estate and xyz they don't want to be tied to a place they, they don't want the responsibility they don't want to be tied to one location necessarily True it enough. doesn't mean that they can't afford it it doesn't mean that they're not sophisticated or all these things and like i think that's the problem is that there's certainly the the subset of, of people who are like you know just leaving home for the first time and students and like there's there's that setting but there's also another tier of people who rent who are you know business professionals and like make great income and they just choose to do things differently they don't have kids yet maybe or maybe they don't want kids and they don't need the extra space and they don't need the headache like for me or they've had kids and then they're done with that yeah like my kids are 15 and 20 you know what I mean so it's like I don't need space like we live in a condo it's 700 square feet and I rent and it's great because like, I don't have to worry about anything. I have great amenities. Mm-hmm. I live in a great neighborhood. Oh, I know. It's like, there's there's no benefit to me, you know, and I, I've owned homes. I've owned homes it, all over the place. And uh, the reality is, is that the maintenance and the upkeep and the responsibility of, even if I'm not the one shoveling the driveway, having to coordinate it, having to make oh sure my it's done, God, having it to pay. Sucks. It's like a second job. It, and it, like, it, frankly, it, it my time is, is more valuable to me than just spend it working on Every, those things. Every weekend, I know this sounds like very not, you know, the average guy's like look on life, but I'm like, I fucking hate mowing my lawn, whippers tipping that shit, raking that back up, then mowing, like, and then and in the wintertime, like breaking up the ice, shoveling it, and then it's like just, it's just hours in a day that I don't want to spend. I know that sounds like, oh my God, you're such a piece of shit complaining that you have a house and you don't want to mow your lawn and do that, but yeah, I'm- like, like, but get where I'm coming from. It's like, there's I, a bunch I, of people yes. that share that sentiment that don't want to do that and because they don't have necessarily a large family yet or a family or whatever then they they're not bound to needing more space right. and because you don't need more space it's like it makes sense to them to rent but if you're treating everybody that's renting like who cares like you're like the lower tier you know, group yeah it's like, <laughs> yeah, listen, like you, pep, you will live in this you will live in this hole yeah like, no. i have fucking options too yeah, like, you know like just you. because you designed a stupid space doesn't mean i have to take it and then back to another case so two things first thing is that i think that the an older generation considers renters to be in all one category and it's kind of like a faceless category that's all one demographic which just isn't the fucking case i'll tell you that right across the board so let's mm. end that one and then i already forgot my second point Goldfish. Damn. Got the fucking memory of a it was, goldfish. It was, I think it's cold fish. Goldfish. No, I, don't know. I was on site this morning and so Stas says something. He's like, I he said something about having a window installer and uh, he said, I told Eric and I laughed and I was like, well, that was don't your first that. problem. I said, if it's important, I said, don't tell. I said, you can also tell Eric, but also tell somebody else because it will <laughs> go in yeah. and it will get lost and it will never fucking come out. Yeah, you and gotta then, say, I told Eric and somebody else, yes, but otherwise you didn't tell anybody. That's the rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah, like, if you didn't tell Eric and somebody else, it didn't fucking happen, mm-hmm. sir. It doesn't no. matter. <laughs> you know what? There's a funny story around that. It's like, I have a very poor memory like that, but I have a great memory in other ways but in that way particularly not so great but 
I, because I have like this, it, like I can't tell a lie for the life of me, and it, it looks bad on me. Like you could tell right away. I'm just not good at it. Yeah. So I oftentimes with clients will just be like, "Did I say that?" And then I, and they're like, "Yes." And then I say, "Well, tell me the context in which I said it." And then they repeat back the context. I'm like, "Yep, that sounds like something I would say." And I'm like, "Boom, that's the deal we'll go with." I'm like, "I rely on that." Yeah. You know what the often. best part is? Is when somebody <laughs> asks you something and you say something, and like that's what you said before, and you but you don't remember saying it before, mm-hmm. and you're like. Fuck, at least I'm consistent. That is some solid thinking yes, there. Like, that- <laughs> I am very firm in whatever I said because I've said it twice now with no context for the other reference that ha- happened the first time. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something I would say. Perfect. Let's move on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was right then and I'm right now. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. I still write. And so. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, build your the house The fact great. that Don't you worry. asked me twice makes me... <laughs> now I'm frustrated because you fucking asked me twice. <laughs> and the people closest to me like, basically are now testing this theory. Like, my son's like, can we go to the park now? Can we go to the park now? I'm like, what did I say earlier? Um, okay. Can we go to the park now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, yes. So, designing rental spaces, you need to consider in these times that there is A, competition, that B, that the renters are different, and that see that they're going to know the difference in value. And I'll give you something really easy. Like when I was doing my duplex, like my house, like legal conforming versus legal non-conforming for basement apartments. Legal mm-hmm. conforming is the fact. Versus burned to death. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a funny thing, eh? City of Toronto where you can have a legal conforming versus legal non-conforming. So legal conforming is that like it's like separated to Ontario building code standards currently that it's two distinct units, right? You are safe. You are safe. You got fire separation. You have sound attenuation. You usually have two. You got windows that will fit you if you got to get out of them. <laughs> you have two means of egress if you need that shit. That's it. Like you have a dedicated exit. You have like, uh, you have two different mechanical systems. You can control your own temperature. All the things. Isn't that a fucking luxury, right? right? Legal non-conforming is basically you had a duplex before the building code came into place and then they can't take it away from you. Yeah. And so now you're in the position where it's like... You're like, I, I licked it, it's mine. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's like <laughs> you're like, you're holding it. And then the scene is like, can I have that back? And you're like, no. 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 <laughs> yeah, and then people live down in the basement and then like, you know, start... Those are the people with, you know, very ro- low risk aversion. Risk aversion. Let's it- talk about that for a second. Because it's like, for me... Because the moment I was doing my duplex, I was like, and there's going to be people in the basement that I don't know my family's upstairs. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, conform. Like, I'm going to get fire separation. I put an extra layer of, an extra layer. Insulate the people above from the stupidity of the people below. I don't know. Or, or vice versa. Like, yes. You were two separate people. It's not like, oh, you know, legal non-conforming. I got my parents in the basement. I've done three decades with these fuckers and I know how they behave. And like, I can buffer for their stupidity or the things that they yes. may do that they don't consider to be important. You yes. know? Yeah. Like having your, having, like having a renter in your basement is like this is like the exact same circumstance as like going on a car trip and then picking up somebody on the side of the road. Yeah, you're like picking this, up a hitchhiker. Yeah, you're picking. It's the same. Putting fucking, them in the front seat, you're, being like, "Let's no, not but, die." Okay. No, no, it's even worse. You're putting him in the back seat, directly behind you. <laughs> it's like this is a fucking. This is that's where every every fucking car chase where you're like getting hijacked in the car goes. Like that that bad person sitting right behind you. It's the same thing. Like renting your house, renting your basement apartment. Off. Who's who's this? My daughter. Oh, take it. She's no, she's just texted. If, oh. if she's at Union Station. Oh, so. that's good. That is a check point one oh of God. three. I just the back the, the cord of your earphones touched the back of my like my ankles and I thought it was yeah I thought it was like a bug <laughs> and I was like <laughs> don't freak out don't freak out don't freak out <laughs> imagine I was like, just screamed like a little girl I was like yeah 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 that wasn't me that was her yeah oh man where were we on that 
Anyways, yeah. Risk aversion. Risk aversion. Hitchhiker in the backseat. Yeah, yeah. Basement apartments. That one always gets me. It's like the moment I found out that we were going to do that. Like, obviously, you save a whole crap ton of money. Also, like, let's talk about that for one more second in terms of like, if you have a renovation for your home, right? Mm. And you're pushing the edges of what you can afford, right? There's no shame in renting your basement to somebody. There is like some complex with people like, oh, I don't want to rent. Oh, God, no, I would. I would never have. It's the same group of people that can't do a renovation and not finish their basement. Yeah, it's same, that, same that people. It's like you can finish that basement like in a year from now, or whatever. Like it doesn't make a difference. Like, but the, like you know, don't risk aversion. Like, don't take your renovation. Don't take your project to the edge of what you can afford. I feel like yeah, and then, and then expect it to be like not holding your breath the last little bit. It's like it's like you know, that's like deep diving. If you had to go deep sea diving, or what do they do that with no breath and they go right down? Free diving. Free diving. There, boom. It's like going down there, but swimming all the way down and almost being out of breath at the bottom. Like that's a really bad plan. Don't do that. Like, make sure <laughs> make, make sure you got some in the tank so you can get back up. Yeah, I don't right? know. Like I can see why people wouldn't, you know, from a personal perspective. Like I don't like people in my space. I don't like. You know, I also I like, like being to able have to pay that. for my mortgage though. I thought a hundred percent though, right? Like that's the difference. If you can create. Uh, yes, there's definitely a stigma around it because it's like if you have the ability to to rent it out and create it and make it a useful space, especially if it's just an occasional space for you mm-hmm. and it's not really something that you capitalize on out of like the need for it because of the size of your family or whatever, then you're just setting yourself up for having a, you know a different use for whatever income you've got. Like if you can do it on your own and then you do it and you've got supplementary income, that supplementary income then becomes something that you can grow and invest otherwise or do whatever the fuck you want with really. But it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't see the, um, I don't, I don't understand the aversion to it no, to be honest, but. So let's pivot from, let's pivot from the idea of now designing houses for renters. And I think we covered that one off pretty hard, but there's always more to talk about. I can, I can go like. There's I, always more hard things. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to say something that will not propagate that. <laughs> it all propagates. Yeah, that. yeah. It all. <laughs> oh my god! I almost said something so bad inappropriately, In, uh, not inappropriately, uh, inadvertently. Oh my god! Money was saying it. Oh god! Focus. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I had a. Um, I grew up Baseball, the, I, grandma. I, 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 I grew up in the Danforth, and like one of my friends, his name's Alex, and uh, his dad, he's he would say focus, but the way that he pronounced focus is fuckus. Oh, and yeah. so and every like, he would try to teach us to play guitar, and he would yell fuckus at fuckus, fuckus, and I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm trying, I'm trying so hard, but I was like anyways. you know what focus stands for? No. Fuck off, cause you're stupid. Oh God. If I ever say, listen, I need you to focus right now. <laughs> like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> wait a minute. Hey, wait a second. Did you say that to me earlier? <laughs> if uh, I say focus like that, that's different. That's like fucking. <laughs> that's how you start to fight. Don't clap it at me. <laughs> Pay attention, fucker. Instantaneous. I was like, hmm. To trigger Eric's fight or flight response. <laughs> yeah, loud noises. That pretty much gets me every time. <laughs> like a dalmatian yeah yeah definitely <laughs> squirrel um oh, oh fuck okay we're gonna have to do this quick because <laughs> don't name it my sex tape yeah, I, just, I just tried it i was like do, I do keep, this quick do i do, do i go okay 
Okay, there's not much time left. We have to talk about how we approach. You know what? Fuck it. Be That's, succinct in, in you what, know what you're saying. We'll talk. We'll talk about <laughs> homes and how you design them for a personal space on the next episode. Let's just chalk this episode up to the fact that we just talked about <laughs> rental markets and dick jokes, basically. <laughs> Which kind of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's right. it. That, that's the rant. Episode six. Out. <laughs> Episode sex. <laughs> Shit. The Rant, a podcast by One York Company.